0: All right, Andy, back end of the Six Rings of Football Things podcast catching up after Super Bowl 58. We are already on to Super Bowl 59 in New Orleans.
1: The Chiefs are the front end, and the Patriots are now appropriately the back end (laughs) of our podcast.
0: So the Chiefs are like the horse face and we're the horse ass. We're the horse's ass
1: now in New England. (laughs) That hurts.
0: hurts. Oh, it does. Um, All right, let's just uh, rifle through some of the latest uh, news notes and nuggets from the nation. Um Sunday in his Super Bowl edition of the rap sheet news uh and notes, uh, he said that Mac Jones now officially a likely trade candidate for the New England Patriots. Mac, of course, shows up in workout gear to Gerard Mayo's intro presser. I guess that's Thunder style for Mac Jones. He's been posting photos of working out at the gym, says he's put on six to eight pounds of, of muscle since the season, all that good stuff. Great. Do you do you think Mac Jones deserves a shot out from underneath the umbrella of disdain that was his relationship with Bill Belichick and the uh, shall we say the roof of ineptitude that was uh, or just the house of ineptitude that was the judge and Patricia of 2022? Because I think it's fresh start city and he's going to be somewhere else by the time we take our first snap of the 2024 season.
1: I think he has to be. I just don't see it being functional for anyone, uh, salvageable. uh, And I don't don't mean his career. His career may be salvageable elsewhere with a different coach in a different situation with some time spent in -hmm. the background where you weren't a first-round pick, where you weren't a Pro Bowl rookie, where you didn't butt heads with Bill Belichick or whatever went on there. Like, this just – it's the perfect change of scenery. Now, I don't think it's a guarantee he'll be good, and that's why – I have been posing the question because elsewhere in the football world, similar reports have emanated from New York that Zach Wilson, even though there was this dream idea that he would sit behind Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years and that would fix him. Sounds like Zach Wilson could also be moved this offseason. Uh, would you mm-hmm. make the swap? Would you simply trade Mac Jones for Zach Wilson? Yes in a heartbeat i would do yes. it and that's and not to say
0: that i'm in love with zach wilson that's not to say that like oh my god what are you nuts you want the jets you want the Jets? sloppy seconds no i just think that it's sometimes it's one of those deals where it's like this was effed up for you here this was screwed up for you here let's each take like go go to each other's
1: respective curbside try to see if we can salvage this and if not what's the big deal and you know you put a depth chart together that's maybe zach wilson jaden daniels jacoby brissette Hell, maybe Bailey Zappy's the fourth when camp starts. Maybe you have mm-hmm. those four guys just battling it out, repping it out. And maybe I cut Zach Wilson. Maybe I cut Bailey Zappi. I don't know how the competition would play out, but there was a time where some people with NFL credentials mm-hmm. thought Zach Wilson was a very much high-end talent with modern capabilities.
0: Let me tell you where I think. Can I tell you where honestly where I think Zach Wilson could and should go? Kansas City. <laughs> no i'm being dead uh, serious i if, yeah if no I okay that game, actually interested okay all right two all right i'll give you two spots there's no better
1: think... professional to learn from and mm-hmm. there is a similar um capability mindset what i'm not comparing zach wilson to to Mahomes, obviously but he can make throws that Mahomes can make, and maybe that's what
0: they kept calling him out of BU. Like the next one that can run all right. over the field, arm slots, arm and angles. And you you read a great
1: coach, an offensive coach. You put him with Reed and Mahomes, and maybe, maybe they just buff up that St- turd, and there's a pearl underneath. Strip it all the way down back to just his raw ability. Forget like
0: everything that's happened to you since you were with the Jetropolitans. Forget all that noise and nonsense. Forget your, your mother's so, friends. Yeah, <laughs> I know. exactly. I don't know exactly what the MILF quotient is like out there in Kansas City. I apologize to anyone who's offended by my using my usage of MILF.
1: Who's offended no, I, by I, no, MILF? I don't.
0: Talk. I don't know. It's a weird world where people just look to get offended around every corner. I don't know.
1: I thought everybody loved MILFs. That, all right, I mean, well, love it. <laughs> right.
0: Hey, uh, Terp, save that drop. <laughs> um, uh, the two places I could see him going. One is Kansas City. Great call. The other one, uh, odd, oddly enough, with another somebody who's who's good with working with, shall we say, uh, are arm-talented, undersized quarterbacks who could be a little soft and need to be, that feel broken, that need to be built back up again? Miami. Okay. I don't What, hate if, it. what if he was to his back and Mike McDaniel was like, I'm going to teach you how to play offense. I'm going to be in your ear. Look what I've done with Tua. If Tua gets broken, I'm going to draft you up so that you can be my new Tua just in case this doesn't work out. Like, Either way, those are the best spots, I think, for Zach. New England? No, it wouldn't work out. But would I
1: pull the Mac for Zach switch? Yeah, I would. The only reason I don't hate the Miami idea, the only reason I don't love the Miami idea Mm -hmm. is because Tua is a um, replaceable quarterback in the minds of some and many, and I think even some Dolphins fans, and you are planting a physically talented person behind him for that old theory that the most popular guy in town is the backup quarterback. And, you know, maybe Zach Wilson gets in in garbage time or even in the preseason and you see the good Zach Wilson slinging it all over the field. And suddenly Miami fans are like, wait a minute, is this guy more talented than Tua? Could this guy do more damage than Tua? You might create a weird controversy, but it's interesting. I -hmm. think, who do you think has more NFL upside remaining in their careers, Mac Jones or Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson. I if do
0: too. if so, if so, like I, he needs a complete reprogramming, we're talking about like unplugging, rebooting him, getting into somebody else's matrix or operating system, and maybe he shouldn't play it all next year. And probably should shouldn't. Just, yeah, and that's and the, if you go play behind Mahomes, you won't.
1: If you sit behind Mahomes, in all likelihood, knock on wood for them, you won't play.
0: Mm hmm oh i like it wow look at us again you know what someone's gonna take snake this make it theirs you'll hear this on you'll hear this on the herd in three days you know where you heard. you know where you You heard heard it it first yeah welcome (laughs) um and my my three likely spots for mac jones would be minnesota denver and san francisco
1: minnesota denver I think San Francisco is the front runner because I did a little research yesterday. I guess Darnold's contract is up and they tried to do the Darnold rehab thing last year. Now they can do the Mac rehab thing. We know they liked Mac and were interested. I think San Francisco is, and we know there's a working relationship between the organizations. Now I don't know how Mm -hmm. much that devolved or evolved with Bill leaving. If how many calls Matt Groh has made to uh, John Lynch in his career or Elliot Wolf has made to John Lynch in his career. But Mm -hmm. I think that's the most likely landing spot. Uh couldn't agree more.
0: All right. Uh, some other things going on. Let's see. What do we got? Uh, yeah. Oh, we have a new assistant wide receivers coach without an actual wide receivers coach on the 2024 New England Patriots. High top fades for everyone. Love the it. man most famous for two of the most random things during the 2011 season. One being the receiver that was undercut on a Tom Brady interception, which precipitated the infamous battle royale. Between Brady and Bill O'Brien on the sidelines in Washington, and the guy who was unfortunately cut the night before Super Bowl 46. So the Patriots could add some defensive line depth. Taekwon Underwood returns to Patriot Nation now as an assistant wide receivers coach. That's cool. Okay, great. I know he's been coaching. Maybe he's maybe he's terrific at it. Maybe that's his true calling. Um, I don't know much more about it. All I do know
1: is it's just weird to hire an assistant wide receivers coach before you have an actual wide receivers coach, right? Unless you still have a wide receivers coach. Unless Troy Brown is the wide receivers coach. I know a lot of we people. We haven't heard yet. Okay. You people want to run him out of town, which is weird. Um,
0: I, I see. There's a lot of people that do want to run him out of town. People keep blaming him for the performance of the wide receivers. I I, I don't. Um, I don't he's, he's He's been off coaching at the. East-West Shrine game, the Senior Bowl. Obviously, people respect his his offensive acumen and football intelligence elsewhere. I'm, I can't blame him single-handedly for Devontae Parker not being able to separate from people and for, you know, Pop Douglas being quick but slight of frame. For God's sakes. Yeah, I
1: don't – I feel really bad when I criticize Troy – or question. I don't even want to say criticize. Question. Question. Troy Brown's contributions. How dare, How dare you? because i love troy brown great player great guy great everything i don't know if he's a great coach i don't certainly the development or the maximization of the receiver talent may have been lacking there whatever the talent was i think we all know it's not great talent but did they get the most out of their talent it's hard to argue i will say um I was never overly impressed with his explanations uh, when he had to do the Zoom calls with the media. Um, There was definitely something lacking there that I didn't love. And and this is, I'm just going to put it out there for whatever Uh it's worth. Overly critical. They may hate me. The two people that I always found having the least impressive answers and explanations during those Zooms were Troy Brown and Cam Accord. Um, I just don't ever put the two
0: of them in the same sentence again, unless it was both of them worked for the 2023 Patriots.
1: I'm just like, I didn't, they didn't come off as like, wow, this guy knows his crap. I, even if it's not going well, I have a lot of faith that he knows what he's doing. I never got that vibe from them ever. Um, and obviously Cam Accord already Mm -hmm. out. I don't know if Troy Brown's going to be out, but it is weird to have Taekwondo, although putting together a decent team. If our coaches ever have to play (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we can call call half of these guys in. You could get Covington. Hell, Jeremy Springer can probably give you a couple of, a and couple that would of be reason runs on s- <laughs> special. That'd be reason to keep Troy as the, the wide receivers coach. Maybe dude is Troy,
0: hey, bro, maybe if Troy spends a little less time getting yoked in the gym and work in the playbook and then maybe he'll, I mean, he Boy, has he look meat. good coach. Good. I know. Now, I who knows if he's going to be back? That is a little could be a hand tip that he's going to be back, but it'd be curious to see see when and if the patriots do announce like okay everybody elliot wolf is in fact our general manager and troy brown will return as wide receivers coach obviously he and mayo have known each other for quite some time as well uh we'll see where that goes any other positions that need addressing or rather posts andy because drew wilkins who served as the outside linebackers coach in recent year for both the ravens and the giants has now been hired as the outside linebackers coach with your new England Patriots outside linebackers coach was, was that officially Steve Belichick's title or was that Gerard Gerard Mayo was inside? Steve was outside.
1: Okay. Those were their technical titles
0: when it was more like
1: co-defensive coordinators in play. Okay. Right. So I'm going to, I think running back is still a question with any, because since went to
0: Washington.
1: Washington, um, You still have the question of Troy. Is he still the wide receivers coach? Is he not the wide receivers coach? Mm -hmm. You still have Brian. You still have Pellegrino. Mm -hmm. The staff is... The staff is coming together. The staff mm-hmm. is starting to, you know, fill out the roles. And, and that's good because, you know, yep. they need to be scouting and working with the scouting department to pick players for their their styles of play. Do
0: we need a tight ends coach? Because T.C. McCartney, last I'd heard, was being courted for the quarterback's coach position. And Will Lawing, last year's tight ends coach, previously occupied by Nick Cayley in 2022 and years past, he is now following Bill O'Brien to the B.C. Eagles, to be
1: Billy O's O C for the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, it seems like you need a tight ends coach. Uh, okay. So in this day and age, uh, let's say mm-hmm. Mike Vrabel's available. Also going to need a tight end or two. Uh, yes, you need those as well. We Again, Mike Vrabel could, <laughs> could probably fill both roles. He probably can still play and he can coach. Let's
0: hire as, as many day. former players that have turned coaches who might be able to give us 10 yep. to 20 reps any given Sunday. Cause Mayo could step right off the sideline and go in there and bang some bodies around as well. Absolutely. Um, All right, so Wilkins is in. Underwood is in. We still need a running backs coach, a tight ends coach, and we're not sure about the wide receivers coach, but everyone else seems to be, everything else seems to be locked up as far as the posts go. And Andy, wrapping things up, uh, we really are in the day and age of the former New England Patriots dominating the media landscape. Julian Edelman announces they're doing a live uh, Games with Names podcast in Boston, it sells out. Morning of they have to announce they're gonna do a second one immediately the next day. So you'll have like a thousand people in a theater for a Bub Zettelman podcast, two days in a row. He's been everywhere, he's been doing extremely well for himself. Gronk, of course, working with Fox pushes the kick of destiny to the revenge, wide right
1: by him. What an awful kick. Thank you, Gronk. Got my twenty five dollars in bonus bets. Thanks to you. You son
0: of a bitch. I I said he was gonna make it. I thought he was gonna blast it through for Carl.
1: What a tragedy.
0: You're wrong. Awful. I mean, right. even we could make a 25 yard. Come on, Gronk. Well, if
1: I wide right as
0: a native of Buffalo. Come on.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, you win some, you lose some, and he's lost two in a row. But I, his loss is my gain, baby. And of course, the man,
0: the myth, the legend himself, TB12, the goat, one of the Dunkings, who I'd say was in one of the better commercials in the Bet MGM spot that he did. That was a cute. It was a cute spot with fine. Vince. I won. liked it. It was. It, it was, it was the buzz. It was. was I'd seen it earlier, so the buzz was lost. And certainly sort of cool. good enough to vote this way as opposed to this way. But then oh. I think everyone's favorite, and I believe it was the highest-rated commercial, according to like the Metacritic and the ad meter ratings afterward. Dunkin' Donuts Dunkings ad with Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and Tom Brady. Crushes, gets millions and millions and millions of views, quote tweets, impressions all over social. And on Monday, Dunkin' Donuts announces that they're going to sell the track suits. They put them up for sale at noon. They were sold out in moments. Yep. Did you get yours? I didn't even I thought they were on sale on Tuesday. No. <laughs> I know a few people at the Yum brand so I might uh maybe maybe I'll get one. I'll see if I can get one specialty shipped if I promise to wear it for you.
1: They are um, um hideous. <laughs> <laughs> My God. And I like orange and they have a healthy <laughs> amount of orange in them, but um, Sure do. They um they're hideous. I will say I actually thought the outtakes from the Dunking's commercial or whatever they put online were funnier.
0: Yeah, I, I love those with Affleck trying to throw a ball with Brady and everything the else. Race. Matt Damon, by the way, the un, the hung hero of those spots. He was so funny. Just remember when you remember when I told you I'd do for anything for you. This is anything. And when he <laughs> finishes playing the music and he's like, I'm sorry, just like just like undersell it. Like it was just the nuanced greatness of Matt Damon and his act and his acting prowess. So freaking great. But when, when remember the previous Super Bowl, Affleck and J-Lo did the, uh, they filmed it at a Dunks in Medford. They did the, you know, people got surprised when it was Affleck filling your order and there was J-Lo serving you a coffee. My One of my, uh, a buddy of mine helped produce that. And they made sure to roll for forever. And they chopped that up into a bunch of other YouTube videos and Instagram takeaways and little snackable content pieces. And that crushed as well. So that's two Super Bowls in a row, Dunks and Affleck have just
1: dominated. Good for them. Yeah, we used to win on the football field. Now, Boston people <laughs> win in the advertising game. Awesome. Sweet. Great. We're Great.
0: What was your impression of the Super Bowl? I don't know. The impressions we care about are the ones on social media. Oh, yeah. what a fall. From, what a fall from grace. All right, that'll do it for this edition of Six Rings and Football Things, a presentation of WEEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. Fitzy and Hart will be back with you on Wednesday once again with author Jeff Benedict, 4 p.m. live, if you would like to submit some questions and partake in our feedback and chat our talk back forum with Jeff Benedict, the author of The Dynasty in advance of The Dynasty miniseries premiering Friday on Apple Plus TV. If not, you can enjoy it and share it with your friends right here on the Six Rings and Football Things feed on Odyssey, Spotify, Apple Pods, or wherever awesome football talk is found. For Terp. For Hart, for Fitzy, this has been Six Rings and Football Things. We will talk to you soon. We're officially on to the 2024 football season. Good day. God bless Dunkings, and as always, go Pets.